What is up, my fellow Lightwalkers? Welcome to another episode of Inflow. And on today's episode, we are going to be doing a little Q&A. It's going to be a pretty short episode this week because I've just been a little bit busy with building out Rave Raid and some of the other things I've got going on. But I just want to make sure I up and uphold the integrity of the podcast to make sure that we get a great episode out to you guys this week. So on my Instagram, I posted um, a little question bar about what do you, you know, what questions do you have for me in regards to the podcast and what can I answer for you? And Q&A is actually just happened to be my favorite type of podcast just because it allows me to interact and answer the questions that are important to you guys as listeners. So without further ado, let's do it. Alrighty, you guys, welcome to another episode of Inflow. Today is uh, Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. Hope you guys had a good 222 yesterday. Uh, I did forget to get the podcast episode out on yesterday, like I normally do. I just got a little bit tied up uh, with the business meeting that took a little bit longer than I had expected. But uh, yeah, no problem. I just want to make sure I want to get on and get you guys a good episode this week. So I hopped on my Instagram earlier in the week and just put a Q&A out just to you know, kind of see what people were wanting me to answer, um, anything that I could shed light on and kind of give you guys um, just a good Q&A episode because I really like I like doing those quite a bit. So hopping into the first question here, it says, how did you become or how did you come to know you were a light worker? And so for those of you who don't know what a light worker is, it's it's more of a metaphysical term in regards to someone who was sent here to this planet to specifically bring light and love and just make people's experience better in the process through whatever, you know, route they choose to live. And I would say, you know, I've always had this desire to help people and to make people's experience better. You know, even from a young age, I remember talking to my mother and, you know, she asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I said, I wanted to be a doctor or I just wanted to help people in some way, shape or form. Obviously, life has taken me in a different direction, but it's even more, in my opinion, geared towards service than, you know, being just a doctor. Personally, I wanted something that was a little bit more creative that allowed me to really express myself in a full way. And that's why I've created a company and work in financial services, just because there's a lot of service that can be had when you create your own business as well as, you know, providing people with financial advice that really takes them to the next level and guarantees generational wealth. So to answer that question, how did I, how did you come to know? I've just always had like a very like keen sense and intuition. I've noticed I'm very sensitive to everything. Like, I mean, I can feel everything. I can feel how the food I eat makes me feel. I can tell how, you know, the certain supplements I take make me feel. I can tell what it feels like to be around certain people. So I'm very like energetically sensitive to myself, the things I consume, the people that I'm around. And for a long time, it was like kind of a challenge, honestly, just because I couldn't differentiate what was mine and what wasn't mine. And it all just became mine. And so what really helped me with that a lot is just really going deep within myself to figure out um, the things that make me me, you know, finding a deeper sense of self through meditation and spending time in the spiritual community has really allowed me to dissolve a lot of things that really weren't mine or things that I was holding on to that needed to be released that 
weren't in alignment with my best self. So as I started to be able to differentiate, okay, what's mine? What is in alignment with me? What do I identify with? It allowed me to start identifying things that weren't necessarily mine, you know, other people's energy or heaviness or on the flip side, other people's light and brightness that we all have within ourselves. So um, I started to realize that when I could essentially look at someone's life situation and just clearly understand, you know, where they were coming from. And that's kind of like I was talking about is discovering that gift is once I was able to become more in alignment with myself, I could tell, you know, how to help someone essentially what to say to them, how to be there to hold space. And it just became really clear and apparent to me that I could see what was going on with someone, whether it was an addiction or a vice or holding on to the past or clinging out of fear or what have you that a lot of people deal with. I can see that very easily in people. And it took some time because I, I realized that it took it's being able to see it in myself that really made me aware of it going on in other people. And in the way I would approach it too, you know, before when I would live in, you know, more of a place of ego, it was, you know, this is what's wrong with you and trying to fix people and trying to, you know, change people. But one thing I've realized in, in the course of my life thus far is that you can't change people. You can encourage people and assist people in their process, but they, they change and grow and adapt and overcome in their own way at their own time, you know, in perfect divine timing. So, I learned as a light worker that it's just one of those things that it's not my job to fix someone. It's my job to assist someone in any way that I can, whether that's kind words or giving them a different perspective to think from and, or anything of that nature. And when I started doing that, that's when I realized I can make more of an impact on people that I could actually really assist people without it coming at the expense of my personal well being and mental health. And so I would say all in all, like it's something that I've known for a while, but I didn't really put a term to it necessarily. It's just always been this deep desire to make people's lives better, to help people in any way that I can, whether that's through, you know, emotional support or, you know, physically helping them in some sort of way or encouraging them or just giving them different perspectives to think about on a deeper level. Um, it's just always been there. It's been inherent for me. And I've noticed that personally in my life that when I get away from those things, when I get away from the idea of serving others and putting myself first and, you know, a self-serving way, I've noticed that the universe isn't as abundant for me, you know, because I've just, I'm geared and wired to help others and serve others in a meaningful way. And I, I believe that's really all of us, you know, to some extent. And the more that we serve something greater than ourselves, we're able to really overcome a lot of our limitations that we've set on ourselves because we're not separate from abundance. We just create division from abundance. We create blockages to abundance in our life. And that's one thing that I've really spent a lot of time working on personally is like removing those blockages and understanding that I am worthy of great things in my life. And so are you. And over time, it just, it becomes a beautiful process where you just understand yourself on a, like such a deeper level. And one thing that's been really good for me that I've noticed that's been beneficial for others that I spend my time with in my life and, and assist in any way possible is that the deeper I've gone with myself, the more that I've understood myself on a deeper level, I've had more compassion and empathy for myself because I understand how complex of an individual we all are living in this time-space continuum. So when I understand the depth and complexity that I live out and the amount of time that I spend working to get better and improving, I 
have a lot more empathy and understanding for other people's situations because at the end of the day, you don't know someone's life. You know what I mean? You might know them in the present moment, but you don't know their journey. You've never walked in their shoes. So you don't understand the things that they've dealt with or overcome or challenges, challenges that they've, um, experience in their life. So it's just easier to lead with empathy and understanding. And if we could get everyone in the world to that place, then we would have a lot more abundant, joyful futures for not only ourselves, but our future generations and prosperity. So I think we all have those abilities. We all have those gifts to serve one another. And when we serve one another, when we serve something greater than ourselves and we help our fellow man out, then the universe always repays it through someone assisting you in some way. And I've seen that firsthand in my life. It's been amazing to see the more that I assist others in their process, the more people that are on another level than me, where I'm trying to go and where I'm going in my life, they come out of the woodworks and they're so willing and eager to help because they understand the law of giving as well. And the more that you give, the more you receive. And what's nice about it is it's, it's really an afterthought. You don't have to give with the expectation of receiving because the universe always gives back and it gives back in a greater way than you could ever imagine. And it encourages you. It creates a positive feedback loop for you to be able to create you know, this infinite cycle of giving and receiving and being a good receiver of the things that the universe is attempting to give you is another important skill that we should all really be focusing on and working on over time. But I just love people. At the end of the day, I love other people. I love myself, you know, more than anything. And because I love myself, I radiate love out and people reflect that back to me. And I'm super grateful for that because it's it wasn't always that way. And if you're someone who's in that position where you have had a hard time with receiving love from people, think about it. Think if it's if it's the other person or if it's you actually putting up blockages to that love because that's something that I did a lot myself is I, you know, would make up these fictitious stories and these tell myself these stories about how people didn't love me and people didn't understand me and that I was different than everyone else and and it created a lot of blockages towards the love that people were attempting to give me and the universe was trying to give me earlier in my earlier years. So I'm very open to all those things. I'm open to receiving love. I'm open to receiving abundance. And we, we need everyone at that point because a lot of you are in alignment with abundance. The abundance is trying to come through you and it, in whatever shape, form that is, whether that's love or finances or you know, just experiences with people or deep, valuable relationships. It's trying to come through because it is what's meant for you. And ultimately, you have to ask yourself if you're the one who's creating those energetic blockages to the abundance and all the better things that you deserve to have in your life. And getting honest with yourself is something that, you know, takes time, you know, and being open to change is something that takes a lot of courage. So, I just, I just know that wherever you're at and on your path, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And when it's time for you to open up that acceptance towards a greater future for yourself, you'll know when the time is and it'll happen very organically and naturally. So I'm excited for you in that part of your journey. And then the next question I got here was, what are the three best pieces of advice you have for a successful life? I mean, that's a, that's a great question. It's very open-ended. Um, Let's see, three great, three most important things to having a successful life. First off, it's got to be self-love, like self-love and understanding um, of yourself. Because if you don't ultimately know yourself on a deep, intimate level and love yourself for every single thing that you're great at, every single thing you're not great at and everything in between, then how are you ever going to be successful? Um, in my experience through 
you know, around the past few years here, I've met a lot of people who are incredibly successful in regards to all the material things in the world. They have all the boxes checked. They have the house, they have the car, they have the spouse, like they have the money, like they have all that stuff and they're miserable and they don't know how to communicate well. They just understand how to make money. And I've seen that personally in my life. And I, there's a lot of people that I know that are incredibly successful that I don't spend any time around because they don't love themselves. And no amount of information that they have for me is worth subjecting myself to that time or that time around them because I want to be around people who love themselves because the ultimate sign of success is loving yourself and understanding yourself and accepting yourself and not being harsh on yourself and being gentle with yourself in your process and your growth and development. And that is what's truly important in regards to success. That is what makes a successful person is someone who loves themselves on such a deep level that they are whole and complete in every sense of the word. And that right there is, I think the most important, important indication of success, you know, going forward. And then in regards to another piece of advice I have for a successful life is doing work and service that actually is in alignment with your highest self, things that you actually enjoy. Um, no matter what you're doing, whether you're doing something that you love or dislike, you just need to love what you're doing. You need to be passionate about it because when you're passionate about what you're doing and what you're contributing to not only your life, but everyone else's life around you and people that you don't even know, that's when the greatest version of you comes out. That's where that creative genius comes out. That's where that elevated version of yourself really gets to shine. And far too often, I mean, I mean I've done it myself for a long time. I did a lot of the money chasing jobs. I did a lot of the things that really didn't fulfill me, but it gave me the dollar signs that I was seeking. And it was a good life lesson that I needed to, you know, understand on a deep level from, that the universe wanted to show me was that, you know, the, nothing outside of myself is ever going to fulfill myself, you know, doing something that I love, that I'm passionate about, something that gets me out of bed every morning and gets me excited is the way that I want to be living my life because we're only going to be here for such a short amount of time that you shouldn't spend a single second of your day doing anything that makes you miserable, whether that's your job, whether that's your relationship, whether that is just doing anything that you dislike whatsoever that doesn't bring out the best version of yourself. You should just punt it and double down on the things that you do love, the things that you enjoy. And that's why I've been so grateful for, you know, COVID because amidst everything that's happened, it's been really challenging and tough on a lot of people, myself included, but it made me realize that everything that I ever needed was in my, was within inside of myself. And it gave me a lot of time to reflect on that. Whereas I probably would have just kept the same path that I was going. So I'm ultimately grateful for everything that's happened on a personal level. You know, I wish it never happened to begin with, but I took that time and, you know, took it as an advantage for myself and really capitalized on that and realized that I wanted to course correct and do things that I'm passionate about. Hence why I'm doing rave raid and the financial services stuff. That's all things that I really care about. That means something to me that when I go one day, it'll be something that I'll be remembered for. And so my second piece of advice to that question is do shit that you love, do shit that lights you up, do the shit that makes you vibrant, do the thing that makes you feel like you're nobody in no place at no time. And you're just at this great elevated version of yourself, the, the version of yourself that you've always deserved to be at any given moment, like do those things, whether that's, you know, something that isn't 
widely recognized. Like if you're an artist, like artists don't make nearly the amount of money that they deserve to. And most of them don't even become famous until after they're dead. And that's a shame because art is one of the most beautiful things on this planet. Everything is art. And if that's something that you love and something you're passionate about, find a way to monetize that, find a way to make money off of that, find a way to live off of that. I can guarantee you that you're going to be so much happier doing the things that you love and pursuing those on a day in and day out basis, rather than getting the life sucked out of you doing things that you're not passionate about. And what's amazing about that is as you keep doing the things that are in alignment with what you enjoy, more creative genius comes out because you start living in that elevated frequency in that elevated place and all these genius ideas come out of you. And maybe that next innovation will come in the industry or thing that you're passionate about. And you're going to be the one that brings that to the surface because, you know, I would like to think that there's a lot of, you know, people that are in those elevated states. And I guarantee you that people who live in those elevated states are the ones who are coming up with these groundbreaking technologies and ideas and innovations that really progress us forward because that's where the frequency of miracles reside is in things that we're passionate about, things that we're happy to do, things that really make us feel alive and vibrant. And then my third piece of advice would be to... Hmm. My third piece of advice in regards to living a happy, successful life would just be to understand that you're not alone in this and that the universe or whatever you believe in your belief system, God, the universe, whatever, whatever it is that you believe in is not leaving you alone to do this. And I'll give you a perfect example. So we just had a, we were rolling along really well with Raverade. Like it's going really well. We sold out in about a day and a half. People are loving it. We're getting immense, amazing feedback and things are just going great. And we went to place our next order and start gearing up for that, making some slight adjustments. And our manufacturer just kind of, you know, went AWOL on us. And, you know, he's got a lot of things going on in his personal life that really, you know, is making it hard for him to do what we need him to do. So needless to say, you know, we had to find another manufacturer on the fly, like within the past couple of days. And it was interesting because the old version of myself would have panicked or freaked out. But because I have been very blessed and aware of everything that's going on around me. And I see how the universe is actually helping me and assisting me in creating this business. I didn't jump to the panic mode. I understood that this is happening for a very good reason. That was the first thing that came to my mind when it happened. I was like, this is happening for a very good reason. There's something great coming out of this and it's going to ultimately lead to the best version of this company. And there's no reason to fear, no reason to worry or anything like that. And I started, you know, reaching out to people that I'm close with in my circle, asking them, just kind of telling them what happened. And within the next day, we had a meeting with another manufacturer, went down and saw them, and they are going to be able to do an amazing job for us. I have no doubt. They believe in what we believe in. They believe in our company. They believe in, you know, all the ingredients that we put into it. They're really happy with what we've done so far. And it's just really in alignment and it felt right. So, just trusting and believing and watching for the science, watching for the synchronicities. And I, I think actually one other thing to add to this, like a little subsection to this third piece is actually to focus on how it feels. 
trust your intuition, trust how you feel, trust your higher self. You know what's best for you. You know what's good for you. And ultimately our journey, you know, our life journey is to get back to remembering who we are and trusting that inner voice, trusting that you know that everything's going to work out for your highest good and just having that trust and that faith in the universe and in yourself because the biggest realization that I had was for a long time, I realized that I thought I was separate or at least I identified as separate from the universe, but I'm the same damn thing. I'm the same thing as the tree that I'm looking at. I'm the same thing as the house I'm looking at across the street. I'm, you know, the same as you, you're the same as me. We're all one. So when I realized that the universe is essentially helping me out, I realized that it's me helping me out. And it's just things that I can't perceive necessarily that are assisting me in this process. And it's such a beautiful thing. And you don't feel alone. You feel like you're empowered. You follow the signs. It's almost like a little game. It's like a video game. You just follow the follow the trail and you end up, you know, where you're ultimately supposed to go. And, you know, you get a lot of help along the way. And it's nice knowing that you have that support. And if you're one of those people who, you know, you're hearing this and you're like, well, there's no one looking after me. There's nothing there for me. You know, I'm on my own here. I once felt that way too. I once felt that I was completely alone and there was no one who cared about me and my life didn't matter. And I can tell you right now that that's so far from the truth, no matter where you're at. You know, I've been to some really deep and dark places within myself to ultimately discover and remember who I am. And I can tell you that you're never alone ever. And everything's always conspiring and happening for your greatest benefit. It's happening for you, not to you. And if it feels like it's happening to you, we need to change your frame of mind and get you into a place where you understand that you are ultimately being assisted and guided along your journey in the best way possible. And just because it's what you think your mind, it isn't what your mind thinks you want. It's what's ultimately best for you. And when you can release that control and just understand that you're co-collaborating with something so much more powerful and all knowing that's when life can really become magical for you. And I think that's the, probably the best piece of advice that I have for you. The person who asked this question is just having faith and trust. And I know this particular person that I, Ask the question. I know that he's he has a re- religious belief system, so I'm sure he's really t- tuned into, you know, faith and and belief and trust. So I just think really just lean in heavily into that and just follow the signs. Ask for the signs, and the universe will provide them. You're gonna have a weird synchronicity. You're gonna meet some significant person that completely changes the way that you think. You're gonna notice these two things that are interconnected that they wouldn't how would they be interconnected essentially there's no possible way but they are and you'll just notice numerology and notice different things that are going on around you it's ultimately giving you pieces to the puzzle that you've been looking for all along because at the end of the day you got to realize that's you you're not separate from this thing you are the universe and the universe is you and it, it would only want the best for itself and only wants the best for you because you are it and that's such a powerful statement and a powerful belief system is knowing that you're always going to be taken care of and that oh, things are always going to work out the best for you because you deserve it. And it's getting on that frequency and not creating um, blockages to that abundance for yourself because that's what happens. We get so derailed by other people's lack of belief and limiting beliefs that we forget ultimately what we are and who we are. 
And our job is to get back to that state, to get back to that inner knowing and that confidence in ourselves and trust that we know what's best for us. And that, you know, being at one with what created us is ultimately the greatest feeling ever. There's no other thing on this planet that feels better than being connected and knowing that you're not alone. And what's crazy is that it's not even crazy. It's the truth. It's always there for you. The world doesn't change. It's just the way that we view the world, our lens that we look through. That's what changes. All that abundance, all that love, all that gratitude, it's always there for you. It's always been there for you. Always. It's just been waiting. The universe has been waiting for you to accept that that's what your reality could be and start living it, embracing it, knowing that it's okay not to know every single detail in the process. You know, I don't know everything for Rave Raid. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I have faith and I trust that by paying attention and being aware to everything that's going on around me and what's coming through me, that I'm going to be able to make the best decisions and steer this company in the right direction, which ultimately will lead to serving so many people and making a really big impact in a community that matters to me. So yeah, just focus on the signs, have trust and faith. And release that frequency of fear and doubt and discouragement and worry. Because that is a blockage to the ultimate abundance that is right in front of your doorstep in your life. So hopefully that answers that question for you. It went pretty deep on that one. Okay, so I got one. I'll probably have time for one more question. Okay, it's a little bit more of like a light, fun question. Okay, if I was looking to go to my first rave... Which one would you recommend and why? Okay, cool. Uh, that's a great question. And I, I mean, I love talking about raving. It's definitely a part of my life for sure. It's definitely something that's allowed me to discover a lot of myself. I learned a lot through going to music festivals. I learned a lot about how to communicate and freely love people and freely love myself and connect to things that are outside of myself, like the music and the people. And it's just such a beautiful experience. So if you're a first timer, you've never been before, what I would recommend doing is, first off, it's not really about where you go. It's about who you go with. I think that ultimately the people that show you and introduce you to the community are going to make a very big first impression on your experience. So I would definitely recommend linking up with people that have gone before, people that are passionate about it, people that go there for more reasons than just what people assume that they go for. Um, just make sure that they're good people because your experience can be completely different depending on the people that you go with. So I think that's my big piece of advice. But in regards to actual like venues and and festivals to go to, oh man, it really, I think it depends on your taste. If you're trying to go to those like just a straight EDM like festival, then definitely EDC Las Vegas just because it's the biggest festival in the world and it's just an amazing huge production so if you're just going there for the production and just for like the grandeur and the awe of the experience i would say edc las vegas another one that i'm really intending on going to it got canceled probably gonna get canceled this year i bet too is um, electric forest electric forest is supposedly like the festival to go to it's a four-day um, festival that's in the middle of a forest in the middle of michigan um out in the middle of nowhere so I'm super pumped to go to that one. My dad actually lives like 45 minutes away from there. So I'll be able to spend some time with him when that, uh, that time comes. But another festival that I really loved and it, cause it just depends on the person. Um, 
I really, really, really loved Life is Beautiful. It was my favorite festival I've ever been to. And I think the reason I loved it so much is because it was multi-genre. I was able to see so many different artists and like a, a really good blend of different artists that I would normally never go see because I'm so into the EDM culture that it kind of opened my eyes, my perspective to just other people um, or other music artists, essentially. So I would say life is beautiful for that reason. Also, it's super interactive because it's sometimes it's nice not to be at a music, uh, a music set. Like sometimes it's cool just to wander around and see the art exhibits. It's cool to wander around and like play games and, and, you know, be interactive and, you know, be a kid. And one of my favorite moments from, uh, from that festival was like, there was a certain spot in the festival that was kind of like tucked away, but it was like a giant adult jungle gym. And then there was like all the arcade video games. And like me and my buddy were playing like Mortal Kombat, like in the middle of the festival. And it was just like a cool experience. And there was like this like distorted room that had like a mini piano in it. And we were just like playing around in there and just being kids and ultimately getting back to who we are and remembering who we are, which is just pure light and love. And that's why I have such a passion for music festivals. So if you're going for production, if you're going for just like the big, the big wow, then I would go to EDC for sure. EDC Las Vegas, I'd send it to that. That was my first festival. So that's, I feel like that's a very appropriate first one to go to. Um, and then Electric Forest, um, Burning Man is going to be amazing when we get a chance to go to that. And then Life is Beautiful is probably my other favorite one. Um, but yeah, I mean, but most importantly, just the people you go with, go with people who are planned, who plan and prepare and just want to have a good time and love others. Like those are the people you want to spend your time with because your experience can be completely different depending on the people that you spend your time with. So just be really selective in that part. I'd say is the most important thing, but, um, yeah. And make sure you drink your Averate as well. <laughs> um, that's another crucial part to having a good time and staying safe. So um this has been a great episode guys i love podcasting these q a's they go by really quick um i'm really grateful for every single one of you who listens if you ever have a question that you want me to answer just shoot me a dm and if it's not an episode that i'm going to be doing a q a i'll save your question for another time and then that way i can you know answer something that's important to you because what's important to you is important to me so without further ado guys i hope you guys have an amazing week and i will talk to you soon peace